What is happening guys? Danny Feng here and uh, this is a new episode. In this podcast we talk about ND filters and variable ND filters and what is basically an ND filter. Let's go. So this is probably going to be a pretty short um, podcast. So it's just going to be an episode just explaining what an ND filter is, essentially, and um, just get straight into it. Um, what is an ND filter? An ND filter, or neutral density filter, or variable neutral density filter, what it is, essentially, is sunglasses. Not sunglasses as in something that you put on your head <laughs> it's sunglasses for your lens essentially what it does is it stops uh, light coming into your camera and the benefit with this long story short is you can set your shutter speed let's say on 150th and your iso on the base iso so let's say if it's the Panasonic GH5, that's ISO 400, or if you're shooting on like an Alexa Mini, that's ISO 800. But let's say the sun is blasting, it's super hot, and there's a lot of light coming into your camera and everything is white and overexposed. What ND filters do is it just stops the amount of light coming in to your camera so you can get the right exposure without changing the shutter speed or the aperture. So you can have your aperture at 1.8, 1.2, whatever it is, super wide open, and your ISO sitting at its spot, at its best spot, at its base, and your shutter speed matching your FPS, your frame rate, and everything is good. And that's pretty much it. That's a wrap. <laughs> no, but um, I'm going to get into a little bit um, deeper with what an ND filter is and the pros and cons between variable ND filters and a fixed ND filter. So without further ado, let's just jump into what is a variable ND filter. So let's just get straight into it. Um, what is the difference between variable ND filters and a fixed ND filter? Now let's start with a variable ND filter, why don't we? Um, variable ND filter. What is a variable ND filter? It's basically um, a neutral density filter that you can rotate and control uh, the intensity of, um, of how much light uh, to stop before it comes in. That's basically it. You know, like you turn, you rotate the filter, which you obviously screw it on in front of the lens, and then you just rotate the filter, and depending how much you rotate, the ND will stop more light from coming in. So the more that you rotate, the less light comes into your lens and everything's happy chappy. And a fixed ND filter is basically um, ND filters, pieces of glasses of ND filters that are solely designed to stop a certain amount of light coming in to the lens. So unlike the variable ND filters where you can rotate and control the amount of stops for light to come into your lens, the fixed one only 
stops a fixed amount of light. So whatever is designed, so let's say it's designed to stop one stop of light coming in, then that's what it'll do. Or two stops of light coming in, that's what it'll do. One stop of light, one stop of exposure, uh, or two stop of exposure, It depending which one you go for. But you can't rotate the fixed uh, ND glass, obviously. Now, why would you use one to the other, you may ask? Well, with very, with some very, with variable ND filters, um, the pros with variable ND filters is number one, they're cheap, relatively cheap compared to the fixed ones because the fixed ones, the glasses are fairly big and the quality of the glass is a little bit more different compared to, um, compared to variable ND filters in terms of the quality because now they can just focus on one piece of glass as opposed to variable ND filters where they have to focus on two pieces of glass and they have to try to find a way not only the glass to be in high quality but to work together in such a way to not cause some distortions and things like that which I'll, I'll explain in a bit. But yeah, generally speaking variable ND filters are a little bit more cheaper than fixed ND filters. It's also um, very fast to use, as in it's um, when once you screw it on to a lens, and if you're filming like a run and gun kind of situation, you can always just simply quote unquote ride the ND filter to control how much light that's coming in. So you don't have to, the, the, there's no fixed amount of, uh, of stops for light to come in for it to control how much light to come in. You just rotate it, it's it gives you a variety um, of stops. It's not clicked, it's not like a click-based kind of thing where it goes like, click, now it's one stop down, click, now it's two stop down. You can, you, you can ride between one or two, you know, depending, depending where you want it um, to be. And this also is really cool because, I mean, I use this as well, so, I can safely say that it's really useful because when you're um, trying to dial in the exposure to, to get it perfect, that this kind of uh, tool really helps you with that, especially when there isn't lights that you can control, like if it's uh, the sun or something, you know, and then the weather keeps changing and things like that and everything goes bright and dark and all that kind of things. It's nice to have an indie filter to be able to control and compensate for your exposure on a run and gun basis. Um, but there are some cons with this. There are some cons with this, um, having a variable ND filter. Uh, one of the biggest things to me and what I have uh, picked up is the color shift of, um, of these glasses. It doesn't matter how expensive it is. It doesn't matter how awesome a variable ND filter is. Every time when you change the intensity of the variable ND filter, what I've picked up is that the color changes. So every time when you um, adjust your variable ND filter, you always have to um, redo your color balance. You know, I mean, if you're if you're changing the variable ND filter in very small increments, the 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 color shift is not crazy. But if you're doing like dramatic um, 
changes. So if you're cutting down light like crazy and then suddenly you bring it up again and all kinds of stuff, you know, there, there is going to be a color uh, shift. Um, sometimes I, I think my old variable ND filter, the one that I was using before, it was, um, I think the more intense that it went, the somehow it became a little bit warmer for some reason. It was some really cheap ND filter that I was on. Of course, the cheaper um, that you go with an ND filter, you know, obviously the cheaper the glass, which means when when you use an ND filter, of course, the quality is not going to be as good as something like, I don't know, like the company Tiffin, which they make amazing ND filters. This is not a sponsored uh, post, uh, not a sponsored podcast or anything. I just think Tiffin makes some great uh, glasses, filter glasses and stuff. If you don't know who they are, Tiffin, go check them out. But um, but but even so, you know, when you rotate their filters, if if it goes if it goes overboard, if you're using it super intensely, then you do get some color change and color shifts. Um, another um, con, another disadvantage for a variable ND filter is, let's say you want to shoot on a matte box. Let's say you want to have a matte box in front of your lens. Then what? You know, like it. It's basically you know having the matte box in front of a variable ND filter that's screwed onto your lens. It's very. It's not intuitive, you know, like every time when you want to change the ND filter intensity, you'll have to like remove the matte box and then change the intensity and then like put the matte box back. And then, I don't know, the sun moves and then changes, goes behind a tree or whatever it is. And then suddenly everything's dark and now you have to remove the matte box and then turn up, turn the intensity of the, of the ND filter down. It's, it's, it's tedious. It's tedious. And the workflow is, won't be as efficient as let's say a fixed ND filter, which I'll get into in a bit. But yeah, so if you're gonna be shooting with a matte box in front of your lens, you know, to avoid like flares and things like that, or just to simply look cool to your client, you know, cause a matte box makes your production look a thousand times more expensive, as some of you may know. <laughs> That's just a stupid joke. Um, but yeah. Matte box in front of a variable ND filter that is screwed onto your lens is, uh, to me, a no-go because it's, it doesn't make any sense. It will slow down your process if you want to change exposure based on your variable ND filter. So there's that. Um, and the last thing that I can think of for that could be, that is a disadvantage for variable ND filters is if you're using an ND filter that's like, that has a variable from like one to like 10,000 you know, stops or something like that, then the issue with that is, yeah, it can cut a lot of light coming into your lens, but the problem is the more intense you go with the ND filter, the more intense, uh, the, the, the more intense the ND is to stop light coming into your camera, you start getting this weird um, X look inside um, inside your frame. Uh, let me elaborate. Basically, you s basically it causes this weird look. Um, I can't describe it. How can I describe it without showing you guys? It's like, imagine you're filming a tree. Now imagine there's a massive X in front of the whole frame, just a big X, and the whole X is just black. And there's just 
patches of areas that are exposed and patches of areas that are not exposed. And that only happens when you use the ND filter really, you know, aggressively when you, you when you use it um, to stop the light so much that the glass goes to a point where uh, it distorts because there's two pieces of glass and you're rotating uh, the glass to to basically stop down the light and what happens is it just causes this this weird distortion and you can google it if you guys want you know you can just write like i don't know nd filter x issue or something like that i'm sure you guys will find some pictures on google or something like that but you know that's that's not particularly the greatest thing you want in a shot and it's not subtle it's not subtle you can see it you know you might not see it if you're shooting on a a flat picture profile. I know sometimes I don't see it, especially on a run and gun kind of situation when you don't have time to review back uh, certain details like this. But when you start color grading aggressively, you start seeing this X. In fact, to follow up with this X issue, you also see some vignetting issue if you start using the ND filter very um, intensely. Um, as I said, the more that you stop the light coming into your lens, um, the more of this weird distortion and vignetting-ish kind of issue will start arising. So those are things that you should keep in mind. I mean, I don't go to, you know, stopping the, the ND filter to like a, a billion stops, you know, which, for example, the company, I know Tiffin, um, has a variable ND, I think it's like one to eight or something like that, which is a decent amount. So around that range... Um, yeah, around that range, you don't have these kind of issues, which if you're on a photographer's ND filter, which it sometimes might broadcast like one, two, a gajillion, uh, if you're within a small range on just stopping light coming into your lens, you shouldn't have any of these issues, but just that's something that you have to keep in mind. The more, basically the more intense you use your ND filter, the more distortion you get, you get that weird crappy X just like showing up on your shot and you get some uh, vignetting issues which is uh, those things are definitely f uh, difficult if not impossible to fix in post especially the X I know the X vignetting not so much you can find ways to fix vignetting but um, X mm -mm. terrible looks ugly okay so enough about variable ND filters what are fixed ND filters. Now fixed ND filters is basically one big piece of glass which is a sunglass for your camera as I said but now the only difference is that it's not variable it, it doesn't give you a variety of stops it's one piece of glass dedicated to one specific kind of stop so it stops the light at a specific intensity and it only gives you one specific intensity only and if you want to go even more intense, you just, you know, either change to a more intense piece of fixed ND filter glass, or you just add more filter, uh, more um, ND fixed um, glasses on top of each other to stop the light. And you might think then that doesn't give you any flexibility or anything. Um, what if you're in a run and gun kind of situation and um, you want to ride the the variable ND filter and but yeah that's a valid question and I've thought of that many times as well I'm just like damn what if I'm on like 
one-stop um, intensity on the on a fixed ND filter. And now suddenly there's no light. How am I supposed to ride that out? Do I need to like change the piece of glass and stuff like that? And the answer is yes, you do need to, which is one of the cons. It's um, it's a bit annoying in that sense, as in like you have to be switching the 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 glasses in that in that format than just simply rotating a piece of filter. But um, and also, you know, these pieces of glasses are like four by four, so they're designed to fit into a matte box. Although you can get clamps that can go directly on your lens, but they're designed to actually fit on the matte box. So they're a little bit bulky, they're a little bit fragile. So if you drop it, that's it. You know, with an ND filter, at least there's a ring around it, around the filter. So there's a small, there's a better chance of it not breaking and things, and it's inexpensive. But fixed ND filters are a little bit more expensive. They could go for a couple of hundred bucks per intensity, depending which brand you go for and depending on the quality. But having said that, um, the pros, the pros to this is that number one, it doesn't give you that weird X look, you know, that weird, um, X distortion or vignetting that I spoke about on uh, variable ND filters. And why? Because because it's just one piece of glass in front of your lens. That's it, you know. Whereas with variable ND filters, you know, I'm not really familiar how the science works behind it, but basically they're, from what I understand, basically it's just because of the two pieces of glasses, you know, interacting with each other, you call it like distortions and things like that. Whereas the fixed ND filter is just one piece of glass, one intensity in front of your lens, and that's it, you know. Which means, um, yeah, it doesn't give you that X issue or any vignetting issue to a certain degree. And um, just like the variable ND filter being super tedious uh, when it's on a matte box, when you want to change ND filters, the fixed ND filter uh, is a super quick um, intuitive design when you have a matte box in front of your lens. And what do I mean by that? Because the the fixed ND filters are basically these four by four um, pieces of glasses that don't go in front of your lens, but it goes into the matte box. So if you want to change, <clears throat> if you want to change the intensity or remove the ND or add more ND, it's all on the matte box. So it's like these little slides that you can just slide in it and then, okay, I want less, just take it out. You don't need to take the matte box out or anything like that. You don't even need to add anything in front of the lens, you know, so it's very intuitive like that. And the cool thing is also, um, if you're switching lenses, assuming that you're gonna switch lens, um, it's also intuitive because once you switch the lens and you put the matte box back into into place, the ND is just right there, you know, it's, it's you just click on the, 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 the matte box back to where the, where the lens is, you align it and things, and then boom, you're ready to go with the ND right there, and um, you're ready to shoot, whereas a variable ND filter, uh, depending on the size of the, um, of, the, of, of, of the front of lens, you know, depending on the diameter of your lens, you might need to get step up rings or step down rings and all kinds of stuff, which, you know, so you can mount, um, and rotate on a variable ND filter, whereas fixed ND filters, which are mounted on the on the matte box, you don't need to worry about that. You can be shooting on a Kook lens at one point, and you have the matte box in front, and then for some obscure reason, you decide to go with a Canon 50 
millimeters, you know, the nifty 50. And all you got to do is just uh, take that um, amazing lens off and put the shitty lens on and then just whack on the matte box in front of the 50 mil and then you're ready to go, you know. And um, yeah, that, 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 that's, uh, that's pretty much it. That's my, uh, that's, um, uh, to this point in time, this is what my understanding is on ND filters and what I have experienced with ND filters. And um, yeah, I hope this, this podcast helped you guys in, in some way. If there are any uh, nonsense facts that I said or things that, I, that are basically bullshit, um, of course, feel free to correct me and tell me, Danny, you are wrong. Actually, this is how it works. Or read this article because this article actually explains what you just said much better because you're just full of crap. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'm always here to learn more. And um, yeah, if you guys want to drop me a DM or if this podcast is on YouTube, you can uh, drop me a comment below and I'll get back to you. If there's any questions, of course. If you guys, of course, I mean, if you guys have any questions, just 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 drop me a DM. Let's chat. Let's hang out. You know, I'm not a super expert in this uh, field, of course. I mean, I've done a lot to 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 um, to share my journey with you and share my experiences with you. But of course, you know, there's so much to learn. And as I learn, I like to take what I learn, put it into a box, and um, just yap it out onto a podcast or a video and share it with you guys and hope that um, the stuff that I share might help you guys in some way. But anyway, uh, enough about me. Um, my podcast has officially ended now, as in this episode, not the actual show. So um, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. I hope this video, video, I hope this podcast helped you guys in some way. Um, as I said, all the links to my socials are in the links in, in the description below. And if you guys like what you hear and if you guys like the content, subscribe to my either YouTube channel if you're listening to this on YouTube or if you're listening to a podcast directory, subscribe. That will mean a lot to me. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Every time when I say that, I'll see you guys in the next podcast, I always mess up the that line. It's like a tongue twister. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. <sighs> All right. Peace.